Hey everybody, welcome back to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, and I'm here with producer Steve, and uh, we're going to dive right into baseball. We uh, It's uh, Friday, we just watched uh, Game 5 of the ALCS between the Astros and the Rangers. Rangers at home, uh, game, last time we recorded Steve, uh, Rangers were up 2-0. They yeah. beat the Astros two times in Houston. Uh, now the Astros came to uh, Texas. Some and, things have changed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, things have changed dramatically. Yeah. Well, they uh, they tied it yesterday. Um, they took took it to uh, Texas. They evened it out at home. Now, uh, uh, and right right now, we just uh, saw <laughs> saw Altuve hit the go ahead home run, and uh, they win five, five to four. And I just gotta say, man, I'm just super disappointed in Texas. A lot of drama in this game. A lot of craziness. Um, I know you said you you, you were uh, on your way home and you were kind of watching this man, but it was like just so much uh, so much drama. The freaking uh, Houston takes a two one lead in the sixth. Uh, they even they uh, in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Texas, uh, I'll do, uh, you had a, a double by Corey Seager to lead off the inning. Then Evan Carter with the single. You have man on first and third. Then right away, next pitch from Verlander. Uh, you had Adoles Garcia just hit a moonshot right over the head of um, the left fielder, man. And it just, the crowd erupted. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was nuts. Um, they take a four, two lead. And then in the eighth inning, man, top of the top of the eighth or uh, sorry, bottom of the eighth. Um, Adoles Garcia comes up the bat, dude. Uh, there's a man on first, uh, uh, Jose Abreu or uh, sorry, their pitcher Abreu just walked a batter and uh, uh, Garcia, the next up first pitch he takes, man. High in uh, fastball, it takes it in the left shoulder, and he doesn't like it. He gets a Maldonado's face. They exchange words. He gets ejected. Um, they Texas still has a man on first and second. Uh, Jankowski t- uh, takes over for him at um, uh, where he where Dolly's Garcia would be at first base, and Texas just can't score a run, dude. They can't score that extra insurance run. Because guess what? Altuve comes up. Um, they have Leclerc, their closer, in the game. Walks the first bat. Uh, sorry, gives up a, a base hit. Uh, then walks John Singleton. Made his first playoff who? appearance. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. John Singleton. I had no idea who this guy was. I mean, God, he looks like I don't know, man. He's the. I, I don't. I don't want to talk badly about him. He's yeah. Just really, you know. He's got a big. Does beard. not look like he does not look like a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. He looks right. like more like an offensive lineman. Yeah. For the, uh, for the Houston Texans. <laughs> uh, but man. Uh, anyways, walks him on five pitches. Uh, none of them are close. I'm like, this guy's not even. Doesn't he look like a threat. Um, and then Altuve comes up, dude, and he just gives up a bomb. Leclerc gives up a home run to Altuve, and I mean credit to Altuve, dude. I mean, the numbers are there. He's three behind uh, uh, Manny Ramirez for all-time postseason home runs. Uh, now Altuve has 26 career postseason homers. Um, I mean, dude, this guy resume speaks for himself. He's one of the best. Uh, I mean, the guy's five six, dude. Um, yeah. You know, I I, I was listening to uh, the baseball tonight podcast or Buster Olney. They're just talking about how much anxiety this guy has when he comes to the plate. Well, the postseason, I don't see any anxiety. This guy is just a freaking machine. It's him, Bregman, and Alvarez, dude. Those guys are just cold-blooded, man. And credit to the freaking Houston Astros. Look, I'm not rooting for them. I'm open about it. 
But man, you got to give credit where credit's due. And these pesty Astros, man, there's a reason why they are now one game away from going back to the World Series yet again. I mean, dude, this will be three World Series in a row. Um, I know they lost to the Braves. They they won last year. Beat your fields. Um, I mean, uh, I yeah, mean what is, is your reaction seven, to This them? is their seventh straight uh, LCS, too, I think. Yeah, it is. Seven yeah. straight. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it, I think it, the first thing I thought of was it's crazy that Texas was undefeated in the playoffs coming into this series. And Se- now... Seven or no. And now they've lost three in a row at home. Like <laughs> it's just unbelievable. All these games have been won on the road. Whoever's winning, whoever's on the road is winning these games. So um, you know, it's playoff baseball. And like we were talking about pre-show, I don't think either of us are rooting for Houston, but um, they sure do show up when they need to. There's no doubt about that. Oh, absolutely, man. And then this next game will be Sunday. It's a five o'clock game. Uh, game six will be on Sunday, and. The starters haven't been announced. Um, And back to Houston too, which is... Yeah, back to Houston. And I I know like this team, I mean, God, dude, they they must be. They they must know they have it in the bag. I I will be absolutely shocked if the Rangers pull off these, even game six and game seven. I would be, I I would, I I don't know what I would say. (laughs) Like, yeah, there just seems, there's no coming back from this game. You had the game in your hand. You're up two runs. Your closer's there. You're facing John Singleton for your second out. For or sorry, for your potential first out. You can't get that. It's like dude, right, they they walked then, him. Yeah, yeah. Then they come on with a man on first. They get they get two base runners again in the bottom of the ninth. And then here we go, man. We got to talk about the top the top their two top guys. Their two big money acquisitions from the 2022 offseason. It was a tre- uh, Marcus Simeon, Simeon who signed who signed yeah who signed a 175 million dollar deal. And Corey Seager, who I, again I know he who started the rally in the the uh, bottom of the sixth, but dude, you have a man on first and second. You gotta get on base. You know I talked I talked about it in the um, when they swept uh, in the last series, not not Tampa Bay. Uh, or was it? It was Tampa. No, Tampa Bay. They beat um, or Toronto. They beat Toronto. They beat Toronto, and then they swept. Uh, God, I'm we talking about blank. Um, in their last years, anyways, Corey Seager had like five walks in one game, dude. Seager, you gotta battle those. Like, come on, you're in the. This is a big moment, and you're a big moment guy. Oh, it's Baltimore. Like, they swept yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Um, and he, and Seager's a big moment guy, dude. Like, he had a home run in uh in game three or sorry game uh five where he tied it, and it was like, look, I mean, and that was yesterday, game five, where or sorry, uh, no, game four. Um, he tied a three, three, and then the game got away, got away from Texas. Their bullpen just imploded like they just did again. And, uh, this was their, this was the thing all year, man, that like that happened with Texas. Can their bullpen do this? Can they keep it up? And, and look, man, again, the the bullpen lets them down. And yesterday it was more the starting pitching. Uh, Andrew Heaney couldn't even go any, he gave up a lot of runs, Yeah, but man, they, they had this game dude in the bag. Um, but again, I, I just don't see how you come back from this, man. I just yeah. really don't. Especially after that, like, you know, the whole benches clearing thing. And I mean, it was like three run Homer and then another three run Homer. And it was just kind of a back and forth. I mean, this is a divisional matchup with Texas being, like I said, undefeated up until a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, 
you're right it's like they, they have to be so defeated like <laughs> i mean well dude i mean look the astros stole the division away from them on the yep. last game of the last season. game yeah um right this is a, this is a heavy series as far as the emotions and everything go it's it's it, it really is man obviously you know with like i said all, all the um with everything there with uh Adolis garcia dusty baker he got ejected he's like you know why would my pitcher want to throw at them when we were down to and that gives them a man on first and second. It's like, man, I, I swear, dude, I feel like almost any other team would have had this game in the bag. Yeah. But man, um, it's just the Astros, man. It is like they are credits good again, man. Credit to them. Um, and to the Rangers, man, their bullpen and again, they're uh again to Seeger and Marcus Simeon. And Simeon had a nice play um in the in the bot in the Top of the sixth to save some runs. You know, uh, he had a nice nice play where that would have scored two runs. Got him out. But, man, again, look, your defense is great, Simeon. But, man, you got to hit the ball, dude. Got to start hitting. Like, yeah. What, what do we say was batting? draw a walk. What do we say was like batting? Like a 165 or something? Yeah. yeah. He's, been, nah. he's been atrocious. Yeah. And, look, again, you got to try to draw some walks. You can't swing at those. Like, like some of the pitches that he was swinging at, like he, uh, in the, I think it was the sixth inning or seventh inning, he swung at a dribbler. I'm like, dude, you're better than that. You can't go for the fences on every ball. Yeah. I mean, you got to play smarter in these situations. Postseason baseball is so much different. And that's what the Astros have mastered. Man, it, it has been unbelievable, dude. Altuve just, I mean, being there for all seven ALCSs, all the, all the World Series. Um, he was a part of that Astros season in 2014 where they lost 100 games. I mean, dude, it's like he, he's been there throughout it all. And, and Bregman, he gets called up a few years later. Altuve, or sorry, uh, uh, Alvarez got, gets called up in like 2019 or something like that. It's just, it's, man, it's uh, look, I know, I know the series isn't over and the, the Ranger, it's baseball. Anything can happen. I say it, I think, on every show we, when we talk about baseball. Would not be surprised if the Rangers do win game six. I mean, again, I, I know I just say that, but it's like, look, their backs are against the wall. I mean, we'll see how they come out swinging on uh, Sunday here. And like I yeah. said, uh, having you know all these games be won on the road. I mean, maybe it's just yeah, a, who knows, it's man. just one of them weird yeah, right. series. They could they could win yeah. two on the road and, and take the whole series. And in that game, it, it's going to be Nathan Evaldi versus Framber. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, and we'll I see how Framber haven't been announced, right? We'll, we'll maybe Framber did. I mean, well, maybe Framber doesn't get the call. Maybe yeah. he doesn't. But um. Knowing Dusty Baker, he's pretty loyal to his guys, and I think he will go out there and give it, uh, give him the ball. I don't think any analytics will have any play in this. Framber will try to seal the deal at home for them. No, and, and you just have to wonder, like, I mean, is it going to be maybe Javier? When did Javier pitch? Uh, he probably Christian just Javier, he, he just he did game three. He so. game three, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's probably going to be Framber, yeah. Yeah, he because he pitched that was on t- Tuesday. I think Tuesday. So yeah. 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 Um, again, I mean, man, uh, damn credit to the Astros. Marcus, let's talk about real quick. Marcus ahead. Simeon has in 39 at bats in the postseason. He's got seven hits, six strikeouts and three walks. Wow. So not great. <laughs> There's your $175 million player right there. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's this bat- guy was, and he's been and, a 159 in the postseason right now. And by the way, don't forget this guy is, he's going to finish top five in MVP voting for the AL. So, I mean, this guy, Look, um, there's a difference, man. Some guys, they don't show up when it comes to the postseason. Yep. 
the lights get really big and in baseball, man, it gets, I mean, look in the other sports, like for basketball, they're like, I know there's like playoff James Harden and they talk about it and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't think there's any bigger lights than baseball. I think basketball, it's different. I think basketball, you can kind of control it, um, you know, and different things. Um, but in baseball, man, it like your back could just never show up in, in basketball. You can still score 30, 35 points. Yeah. Um, in football, you can still throw for 300 yards if you're a quarterback and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I know teams seem to go away in football. I, I guess every sport has their, has their team that, um, doesn't, uh, show up, doesn't show up when they, when they're, they're most expected. Right. But I, I feel like baseball is the absolute hardest. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyways, man, let's move on to your Philly series, by the way. I know you're wearing a Phillies jersey. Earlier, you didn't let me guess who we it was. We didn't do it. Well, yeah, um, we never finished. We, you said number 35. He said it's a past player, correct? It's a past player, yep. Past player. All right. Past player, number 35. Philly fans are listening. Uh, don't hate me if I get this wrong. Obviously, I dislike the Phillies very much because as, as many of you know, I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> so 35, I'm going to say he is probably a Met killer. Uh, Chase Utley. Nope. Uh, Jimmy Rollins. Nope. Right. Is he a One pitcher? More. Is he a pitcher? He, he might have been a pitcher, yeah. Cole Hamels. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, I must have hated him. Uh, Cole Hamels. I should have probably... You I, hate him so least... much you forgot his name. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I remember the name. <laughs> oh. yeah. how, how could I forget? He, has, he won... Well, he helped you guys win the 2008 World Series. So. Yes. Yes, he did. Um, well, again... Just the two teams I don't want to see in the World Series, the Phillies and the Astros. The Astros a, and the Phillies, just, yeah. Just, for, just from a, a fan perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the Diamondbacks-Rangers. World Diamondbacks-Rangers World Rangers would actually be a sweet World Series, yeah. Uh, yeah, and not for not, not the I mean, World Series that baseball is hoping for. No, but they, just... They want a rematch from last year. Just because of Arizona hasn't been there in how long, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it would just be Arizona a Arizona cool hasn't been there since 01, man. 01, I think, yeah. Yeah, when they... Uh, uh, the Yankees and them. That was a fun World Series. Those Game 7 walk-off. Um, I forgot who the player that walked it off for them, but it was against Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, right now uh, we're in Game 4 of, of uh, Arizona and, and Philadelphia. Uh, there's a man on first and third for Arizona in the bottom of the second. You have uh, Sanchez uh, pitching for you guys today too. Yeah. Are you uh, surprised by that move? You guys are pulling him out? You know, I... You want you have to wonder why Taiwan Walker's still uh, actively on this roster because they haven't played him at all this postseason. But kind of strange. It's a little strange, but I mean Wheeler and Nola have been solid. Um, Rangers Rangers been pretty solid, and then uh, I mean did Ranger what he gave up one run right? Yeah, no, he's um, been great. He's been great. Yeah, game three. Um, you know, I'm not surprised. Uh, I think they want to save Wheeler for oh absolutely uh, for course. tomorrow. Yeah, but. Outside of that, I don't know. I, th- I I think it's. I mean, he's a good pitcher. He's been one of our more consistent starters. I don't want to say he's one of our better starters, but he's been consistent. Yeah. Um. And there's been a couple of weird calls where Thompson's pulled him like in the fifth or sixth when he, he clearly could have gone till the next inning or two. Right. Um. So I think he's one of them guys that you get. You know, if they get four or five innings out of him, I think that's kind of what they're shooting for today. Um. Well, four or five innings, and then run a bullpen uh, last half of the game. 
Well, you're you're mentioning that you guys were looking to exp uh, explore a lineup change for today because Alex Alec Bohm, who hasn't been hitting particularly well, and they really didn't. Yeah, they didn't even switch anything up. So yeah, he, he by the way, um, there's a reason there's a man on third is because he has a throwing error. So yeah, um, maybe yeah, uh, he's a throwing error to first. I, I saw that happen. Yeah, yeah, he threw it a little wide to Harper, and then there's a pass ball, and now there's a. Longoria's on first. So, yep. uh, yeah. And by the way, um, I didn't mention it earlier. Uh, Phillies are up two to one. Uh, Arizona won yesterday on a walk off. Um, Kimbrel gave that up. You had, you guys had a chance to at least take the lead in that game. Definitely. The top yeah. Of the night. Yeah. Um, you guys didn't do it, man. And uh, this is gonna be a really interesting series if Arizona wins this game, man. I mean, then oh, we might time. be looking at like a. But what we go on two two? Yeah, they scored. Mano Rivera, Arizona up one zero, and again, um, it, I don't I don't think today's gonna be a pitching duel. I think it's gonna be more of a because it's a bullpen game for Arizona today. Yeah, and so it's, it's like I said, I think uh, the Phil's plan was to go like four or five with Sanchez and then run the bullpen. So yeah, yeah, um, and they they could do that. Yeah. I, Arizona. Um, <laughs> I think the Phillies will get to one of their pitchers. Like, um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Man, Man Supply is a good is a good uh, pitcher or good reliever. So the you know I'm curious if they could pull it out today with doing this and throw Gallon back out there for Game Five, who you guys hit pretty hard in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um. Again, having the Philadelphia postseason crowd is something else, though. I I know. So I'm wondering, like, I mean, obviously we're going to <clears throat> we're going to at least. Uh, what five games now, but yeah, if it goes to that game six and it comes back to Philly, I don't think it's going to be too easy for the Diamondbacks to win. No, definitely, uh, definitely not. Unless they yeah. go up, unless they go in up three two, and the Phillies uh, have the best record in the postseason at home out of any team in the league. Yeah, um, no, I so. mean, I, the the crowd's unreal. They're they're super passionate. Did you hear what they were doing ahead <laughs> of game three? They were buying tickets. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Arizona fans didn't go. <laughs> yep. And then they had it like you you'd almost look like Philly sold the place out, but it was because Arizona has these rally tiles and we have our rally tiles. Ours are like a bright red, theirs are like a maroon. But uh, so it looked like there was a bunch of Phillies fans there. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but it yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> no, right. But yeah, they were yeah. buying up tickets left and right. Absolutely. Um yeah, no, they were in uh end of the second, by the way. Um but yeah, no, I, I think uh look. Gallon will probably be more comfortable than he was in game one at yep. home yep. in uh, game five. Um, and th this game, look, it's st still not over only. We're only going to the third and no. one zero, but I, um, yeah, I have no, I have no, I have no doubt that I have no doubt this will be, I think a higher scoring game than it was in game four or sorry, game three. So yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. No, cra crazy uh, day of baseball. I think the over under um, on this game was nine. Yeah. Nine. I would go over on that, honestly. Um, this might yeah, be like I, one of them, like eight to five games or something. Could be, man. I mean, we haven't yeah. really, we haven't seen Arizona's bats come alive, and their bats could come alive today. Yeah, depending on uh, how comfortable or how much of a feel they actually get into. Um, yeah. Let Let's. Uh, yeah. Are, are we good with baseball? Do we yeah. have anything else? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we need to talk about one more thing. Oh, Gabe, oh yeah. uh, Other news. Uh, Gabe Kapler. News. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe Kapler. Um, well, by the way, the Red Sox have been trying to give away this baseball operations job and GM job to anybody, but they like they have reached out to executives. I think in Milwaukee, 
um, in Arizona, uh, in the Dodgers, and they've all declined to uh, do interviews for the job, the GM job and the baseball operations job there in uh, Boston. Uh, the latest candidate was uh, Kim Ng, the uh, former now uh, of the Marlins, uh, the former GM there. Um, she de- she declined to do an interview for the Red Sox. Man, there's just I wonder what really is behind closed doors because it is very interesting that look I I understand like you know there's bad organization stuff like you know not run well maybe people having their hands tied and stuff like that like Heim Bloom obviously did not do a great job he, he was forced I think he was sort of forced to trade Mookie Betts and and all that and and maybe the deal that was given that they presented to um, to Xander Bogarts because look. Letting those fan favorites go, that was not a popular decision within the fan base. No. <laughs> and I got to imagine that the um, that ownership has a lot to do with that, at least. Um, but uh, again, Heimblum was not great by any means either, because, I mean, no. you still have to make moves, and they've never made any moves um, that at least were great anyways. But, uh, yeah, they. Uh, I guess the best move they did this last offseason was bringing in Yoshida. That was a, a great move by them. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about him preseason as a, a potential, you know, top ten player kind of deal with as far as batting average and stuff goes. And I think he batted at three hundred this season. Yeah, no, he's a really good. Or two ninety something. Yeah, transitioned uh, very well. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Gabe Kapler did interview for this job earlier today for the head of baseball operations for the Red Sox. Um, what what was your reaction to that? He was a former. Uh, he was a former manager of the Phillies. He managed uh, the Phillies most, and the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Does it was. Um, um, I think it's, I think it would be great for them, honestly. Um, I mean, I, what, I'm ahead. very curious. I, I was, so I was reading a lot of fan reactions and it's like Bleacher Report. Like you see, like, you know, I, cause uh, there was people were responding to it and they were like, some of them were like, please, no, please don't do this. Like some, and then I had, uh, now I was like, I was looking for the Giants fans comments because I wanted to see what they said. It was like, oh no, he's just going to spend too much time on Instagram and <laughs> trying to become an influencer. And so, so then I went to go follow him on Instagram. I was like, I was like, what are they talking about? So I followed him on Instagram. He, he has like his, you know, his page and stuff like that where you know, you see, he's pretty, he's pretty active on it. He shows like, you know, uh, he is very open that he's always, like, that was one thing with him as a manager in San Francisco is, he was always open with his players. Uh, I think that's why his players liked him. And um, at least I never heard any of them didn't like him, but uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting move. I don't, I don't know how I kind of like these moves from like, you know, you going from being a uh, you know, manager down the field. Now you're running baseball operations, you're running especially operations. Yeah. And you're not just doing it for any franchise. You're doing it for the freaking Boston Red Sox. Well, and that's, and that's another thing. That's why I think it could be good for them and it could be good for him too. I think it's just something different. I mean, he's been managing for six years. Um, the giants have made the playoffs in a few years when he was in Philly, it was uh, absolutely terrible. So maybe he's just not, it was a rough transition for them. Yeah. Maybe he's just not meant for the manager spot and he thinks that he can be a little bit more on the back end. And right. Um, so I don't know. I think it could be good. He's, he's a little younger and you know, no, yeah, know. most we'll definitely, see. man. I mean, he's only forty-eight years old. I think he's like forty-something. Yeah, yeah, like forty-eight, still really young. Again, um, obviously, very smart in the baseball world, whether with managing. Um, had a lot of has, has a lot of experience with the analytics there in uh, in um, 
San Francisco, far on Zaidi and them being pretty uh, front forward with the analytics. That's what helped them kind of win 107 games with the um, with all the uh, their players that they kind of put. Uh, how, do I, how do I say this nicely? They put paper <laughs> clips and rubber bands and bolts yeah. and stuff and stuff together, yeah. and were able to, to make an incredible run. Yeah, and he overexcelled with that with that team. Um, they, you know, a lot thanks to him. I, I, th- I think at least, again, uh, really, really hard to do, and they were expecting him to do that two more years in a row, and it didn't, and it didn't happen. They, I don't, did they hire a new manager yet? Uh, I haven't, I haven't heard, heard about one. it. Yeah, I haven't heard about it, but let's see. Yeah, I don't know if they're waiting for the off season. You know, I haven't same thing with the Mets. I haven't heard anything about the Mets at all. Um, you know, doing certain interviews. Although uh, Greg Council was, uh, I did see the other day was a front runner for the Mets. I still would love um, to see uh, again Kapler there, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Right. I uh, again going to the Red Sox, uh, taking that over. It's just a lot of pressure, and I don't know if uh, having someone with no front office experience in there is the right move. All right, that's that's the real thing. It's like maybe he's not meant exactly. to be a manager, but he has no no experience. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Stop and it, it, that, that's scary, man. It is. It really is. Um, one thing that you have to you're an organization, you have to kind of take that into consideration at, at least a little bit. Like, uh, but he has been around for a while, so you gotta give benefit of the doubt. Right, he knows the game. Well, he knows the game well enough, and he knows uh, at least some of the back end operations. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um, and, and another thing is just because he got the interview, it doesn't mean he's hired now, obviously it's, it seems like that could be the case, but you never know. Well, the, just the only thing is, is like no one's interview, no one wants to interview for that Red Sox job. So that's the one thing that I'm right. just like keeping it back to. I'm like, well, um, maybe this is going to be one of their only candidates they have, which is absolutely bonkers. It I mean, is. It's, it's it a is. freaking monster Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, but they, that's what I'm saying though. Things must be that bad there in Boston. For, for all this. So. Right, right. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's it for baseball. Let's get into some football action. Uh, yesterday, Thursday night football, had the Jags taking on the ferocious uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, ferocious, I like that. Uh, yeah, I okay. know, ferocious, yeah. <laughs> I know, because every time I... Because Derek you know, Carr Saints. is so ferocious. Oh, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you see Derek Carr, and, and then you always hear about the New Orleans Saints, like, oh, man. Saints are going to be good. I always hear all these high expectations yeah. for the Saints. Yeah. And I'm just like, where are people like, why are people always so high on the Saints? I don't that, know. That, that's always my thing with them. I'm like, look, the Saints are, they're, they're a good, they've been a good team, you know, when Drew Brees was there and, and all this. I'm like, I, I just don't see it with, with them, man, uh, with them really ever. I, I don't know. Maybe, no. maybe that's me. Ever I, since, well, ever since Breeze left, and now they don't have Sean Payton, which obviously he's not doing much in Denver. But it's like he, he was <laughs> yeah. there. He was there for 10, 15 years, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, he was um, there for yeah, a decade and a half. Here. At least, at least ten. Yeah. Uh, so you, you have to wonder. I mean, their defense is half decent. Their offense is not. And I don't know. They're three and four now. I don't know what to make of them. I don't. I, I stand there with you, brother. I, I don't even. I don't even know where to go with them. I was look, what did their record fall to yesterday? Are they three and three uh, and four, three, three and four now? Okay. Yeah. But, but their division is so wide open with the bucks at three and two, the Falcons at three and three. Yeah. So it's like, if both of those teams lose, like they're, they're still in the hunt, uh, you know, almost halfway through the season. It's like, Hmm. 
Yeah, no, it's absolutely probably the worst division in baseball. <laughs> 100%. Or, sorry, in uh, football. Um, I mean, because we saw what Des- how Desmond Ritter played last week. Yep. And um, well, the Bucks and the Falcons face off this week too. So yeah, we'll we'll, so we'll see. Um, oh right, yeah, who, yeah. Who's you know if the Falcons go to four and three or if the Bucks go to four and three. Um, I'm sorry, four and two. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very. It's just very interesting. Uh, anyways, uh, let, let's get to this game. The the Jags won um, after blowing a twenty four nine lead. Uh, Saints c- come roaring back, <laughs> and uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence puts them ahead thirty one twenty four with a go ahead touchdown to Christian Kirk. Um, again, and we'll, we'll we'll get to the Jags here in a second. I just want to talk about the Saints a little bit more. But uh, you had a a drop in the back of the end zone. Derek Carr, man, fifty five attempts in this game. Delivers a dime to their tight end and uh, um, Foster Moreau. Yeah, Foster Moreau. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I cannot pronounce his name. Foster Moreau. My dyslexia here. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, to fa- to him and dude, he he drops it and he he came out after the game and said it's just uh you know it's you can't can't do that. It's in, inexcusable. Yeah. And it looks like know, it bounced off like the tip of one of his fingers or something. But dude, it was yeah, right in his hands. I, I did. Mean, it, it was right was, to it him. Was, it was delivered right there. You yeah, got to catch the ball. Throw. Yeah. And uh, again, man, Derek Carr throwing the ball 55 times. Uh, you almost tied this game. I, I look, I, I think this says more about Jacksonville. Even I, they're five and two. Um, Trevor Lawrence, again, he didn't have the best game. Um, he's, he's had a lot of sloppy games this year. I think he's averaging like 210 yards passing or I think in this I think this season, uh, but I was looking that up, but yesterday he was a uh, 20 of 29, two of four, one touchdown. And again, man, I, he, he got it done when he needed to, he delivered the touchdown, but, um, he's averaging two two thirty four point seven a game. Yeah. Not, not in great. His, his last three games passing, he hasn't even touched two ten. That's what it is. 67% uh, completion on the season so far. Yeah. Um, Again, man, they're somehow five and two. I don't think it's a good five and two. I know they beat the Bills in London, uh, the jet lagged Bills there. I don't think. I just, um, I just don't know really what to think of this five and two. Um, I think they have a decent defense, and I think that when their offense is firing, they might be a five and two team. But like I, you said, I think a couple of these wins were pretty sloppy and I, I'm not so sure about them. It's almost like the saints. Like I'm not so sure about them. Well, you know, know where to you go know what the, the, the thing is, is I just expected more out of Trevor Lawrence at this point in his career. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I I've expected him to look better. Um, he has not looked good. I mean, they got their ass kicked by the Texans. Um, they lost to the chiefs 17 to nine. And that was a game where Trevor Lawrence had multiple chances in that game to bring him back. Um, and it's not like the chiefs completely blew him out. The game was there the whole time. And again, Lawrence couldn't deliver and he has a tough chiefs team. But again, Lawrence is the next, you know, the next Peyton Manning. That's all I kept hearing about him. And, you know, look at times he, he does play good in certain moments, man, but like when he's needed, but, um, they beat the Falcons and Desmond Ritter who had a terrible game. They beat the then sorry they they beat Desmond Ritter in London and they beat Josh Allen in London, and uh, again uh, I think and that's they had and an that's advantage. home field for them that's home field yeah, yeah. it is there's well, so they, many they Jacksonville had, fans out there 
Yeah, and they had an advantage because they were um they were uh, already they there. were there for the two Bills weeks. Had to travel. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, man, it, it, there's gonna be a look. They blew out the they blew out the Colts uh, last week. Gardner Minshew. We talked about the three interceptions that he had in that game. Uh, New Orleans, uh, like again, not a strong team. And then uh, well, look, at, next, look at their next few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say look at their next few. They have Pittsburgh next week. Um, that that'll be a tough defense, and I'm curious to see how Pittsburgh plays this week. Um, not like uh, they play the Rams. Um, gonna be a good test for them coming out of a bye week. But then after week nine for Jacksonville, uh, they uh, they have, have a bye, bye week there. And then they play San Francisco. Then they go against Tennessee, and that might be Malik Willis. Uh, then they play the Texans again. And who knows? Maybe the Texans is up there in that division. I mean, they're up there right now. Um, and then there's next, time. there's next three too, or four. Yeah. Even. yeah. Texans, Bengals, Browns, Baltimore. That will be their biggest test. They finished the year really easy. I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay, Carolina and Tennessee. Um, but yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be tested here. Um, again, cause they, they have looked like I, I've, I've talked about it many times on the show before. I love Doug Peterson. I think he's a fantastic coach. Um, I think he overachieves with what he's given and, I just kind of think right now he's overachieving with Trevor Lawrence. I've uh, again, I've just heard so much about Trevor Lawrence being the real deal. Well, I, just for for a number one first, you know, first pick. Yeah, ex- number one you overall pick it a, to be. Yeah, you expect him to be like the next Peyton Manning. I mean, we see a lot of number one picks flop, but it it, it just it just wasn't a number one pick. He right. was the way he was being compared oh, to yeah. coming out of high school and oh, yeah. college and just. All this, man. He, look, and I know he like I, I thought his first year out because Urban Meyer was an absolute, uh, not just a terrible coach, but just a negative influence on him and the team. Um, look, they made the playoffs last year. They made a comeback against the against the uh, uh, Chargers, and that's the Chargers. Um, still, you know, he, he was pretty incredible in that game. Um, I'll still give him the benefit of the doubt. I just, you know, I, I think a lot of people had him for MV, uh, at least talks for MVP this year. And I just think that's, I think everyone's a little let down by him is all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, I don't they're know. What did they, didn't they make a, uh, AFC championship game two years ago? No, two My, years Meyer. ago, they had urban Meyer. Oh, uh, that's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, so this is uh Lawrence's third year. This is his and, third year. Not yeah. fourth. Yeah. And last, last yeah. year they went to the, um, they went to the divisional round. Yeah. yeah they went to the divisional round. They lost the chiefs. Um, he had a chance in that game too. It was a close game too. Yeah. It was a really close game, but yeah, I, again, um, we'll, we'll see, man, they're going to get tested. Uh, and, and going back to the Saints, man, look, Derek Carr, never been a big fan. I thought he, I, I think he's absolutely overrated. Uh, when people thought he was gonna be the savior there in new Orleans, I was just laughing about it because look, if you guys had, you guys had a watch in the last seven years, I don't know what the hell you've been watching. Cause <laughs> look, Derek, Derek Carr, nice quarterback. Well, would the Jets love to have him? I think so. Maybe, um, like he he gives you a lot. Look for his, for his sometimes is how good he looks on a comeback. There are so many more ugly plays and interceptions and everything else that he does where you're just like, God, man, this guy's. People talk like I. They talk about him like he's a top ten quarterback. He's not even a top. Maybe he's top fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. makes top fifteen money. Um, right, but man, yeah, they're. Dude, there are, and 
uh, that, that's enough for this game. Uh, well, let's let's kind of get into the rest of the weekend real quick. The uh, Phil, the Phils just pulled Sanchez in the in the third. Yeah, I saw. There's a who Hoff, Hoffman's coming out. He threw is, another. He threw another wild pitch. That's why. Yeah, which is uh, really early for him. Hoffman's usually like a seventh inning guy or an eighth inning guy. Oh, it'd be really interesting. Maybe we yeah. might see. Uh, maybe we might see. Uh, what's his name? Taiwan Walker. Yeah, you never know. They were talking about putting Lorenzen in there maybe too, but um, and now it's basically a bullpen game for both teams now. I'm so. surprised we have not seen Mike Lorenzen. You're actually absolutely right, dude. Isn't he that was crazy? Another, remember, yeah, did he, he throw the no hitter? He threw a no no hitter his first home start with the Phils. Yeah, that is but, really but bizarre. then he but then he was terrible. He was oh, terrible, he was terrible down the stretch. for the next few games, and then they they just sat him. They didn't even he wasn't even a starter. They put him in the bullpen. That is a little so bit bizarre. There's rumors that he may pop out as a like a one inning guy tonight. I mean, dude, um, yeah, you might have to. I mean, it's, yeah, you're not even through the third yet, so we'll right. See. We got our one of our better relievers coming in already in the third. Yeah. So trying to trying to not let that run score. That's why Thompson's yeah guy on third. In. Yep. Yeah. Um, but again, again, yeah, man. Like, uh, going going to it all. Here was here was the one thing I was looking at. So, um. Going into this weekend, there there are a lot of terrible um, uh, quarterbacks starting. <laughs> Did, yeah, right now looked, there's have, a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. Like looking at this, I was like, I was actually kind of baffled by like everything that was like kind of coming into this. So like, um, you go into the New England game. Of course, you have Mac Jones. He's awful. Um, then you you go to uh, so yeah, so B- Buffalo at New England. Uh, Mac Jones. I think the Bills are what ten point favorites there in New England. Finally, uh, eight, after eight point, yeah, eight point favorites. The lines moved a little bit. Um, kind of shocked about that. Maybe it's because the Bills have put up like, Buffalo two duds, minus eight. Yeah, two duds in a row. Yeah, but uh, Josh Allen's own New England, and New England obviously has been one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, and then uh, next game, uh, so Cleveland at Indianapolis. You have Gardner Minshew, and then. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he might not even be starting. It might be a, a Walker again, PJ Walker. Yeah, I think, <laughs> so it, like, I think it is going to be PJ Walker. Yeah, dude, so you, that's an absolute ugly game. I mean, <laughs> like, I I don't even know if Indianapolis would win nine to six, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that's the final score to that game. Yeah, because um, I have no faith in PJ Walker. I know they beat the Niners last week, but uh, football. I mean, got week to week, man. Some of these games shift really crazy. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Then you go to uh, how about how about Raiders Bears? Let's talk about that one. Yeah, Raiders Bears. <laughs> so you, have, you have tangent. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Justin Fields has been ruled out for this week, and then Jimmy Garoppolo, he's been ruled out. Uh huh. So, so um, I forget. I was just looking at who was coming in to start. Oh, Bro- Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Yeah. God, that journeyman guy. Look, I mean, look, I mean, you being a journeyman quarterback, it's awesome. But Hoyer's terrible. I mean, he's absolutely one of the worst backup quarterbacks I've ever seen come in. Uh, I, I, he sticks around somehow. I don't know. Again, it's just hard to be a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, as we're talking about all these bad quarterbacks as it <laughs> is right now, but man, so you have him, uh, and Tyson Baggin, Baggin, uh, Baggin yeah. In, yeah. in the, uh, Chicago game. Uh, yeah, that, that's another ugly game. Yeah. Then you have a uh, Washington versus the Giants, and I don't know if Daniel Jones, he, he hasn't been announced yet as a Tyrod Taylor. I think Tyrod Tyra Taylor Starling. Yeah. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor. He, He's one of the better backups in the league. Yeah. I mean, uh, he has a lot of uh, playing time as a starter. So um, I, I guess this will be one of the better games to watch. But then you have, we mentioned Tampa Bay earlier. Desmond Ritter. Desmond versus, Ritter. Uh, 
freaking uh, against Baker. Uh, yeah Baker Mayfield. I was to say Mitch Trubisky for a second. Oh against, man, uh, against, <laughs> against talk uh, about some bad quarterbacks. I know, yeah. man. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like May- Mayfield, he's been whatever this year. He hasn't looked great in his last two games. And then um, and Desmond Ritter, we saw how bad he was. I I guess the game of the week is going to be Detroit at Baltimore, man. That, that has to be the game of the week. The five and one Lions first the four and two Ravens or, but, or or Philly Miami, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Philly Miami too. Those, Sunday those night football, two, it's two, two five games. and one teams, yeah, yeah. Um, but man, um, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of a lot of like that bottom ten is like really bad this week. <laughs> seriously, man, it is it is awful. Yeah, I mean, like looking at like there's not a lot of decent games on the docket. Like you have those two really good games that we just mentioned. Um, by the, and then by the way, I, like I uh, going back to the Lions uh, Ravens game, I haven't been impressed with Lamar Jackson this year. He had one good game. He had one good game. One he, good game. Yep. I think he, I thought he should have lost last week. He got bailed out. Um, their defense is held up. Were, were they playing in? Lon- they were in London too, right? The Ravens. Uh, they were in London one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, this was last week because they had a six thirty game against the was Titans that last week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The Titans. Um. And then, uh, so they're, they're, they're traveling, they're, they're home. Not like it's a long travel, three hours for them, but like they're, uh, going home against Detroit. Um, let's see. Uh, we mentioned the Raider game. Oh, then you have Arizona. So you have Josh Dobbs going against the, uh, uh Seahawks. The Seahawks. Uh, yeah. Smith. I mean, the Seahawks should win that game, man. There was a lot of like, I'm going to pull up the odds right Packer, now. Packers Broncos. God, I'm like looking at like some teasers. I'm like, want to put in. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not a bad game, idea. Man seriously um pulling this up uh then uh see yeah the pittsburgh uh that's in, really in it pittsburgh LA. rams um god that's gonna be a home game for the steelers jesus christ yeah. there's so many steeler fans here are there um yeah oh yeah there's tons of steeler fans uh, like like the eagles took over so far when we played the rams uh steeler fans are just as nuts as i'm sure you know you being from pennsylvania yeah yeah i was in pittsburgh uh, for a minute yeah um but yeah, yeah. Packers, I, I Broncos. So that, that's that's like a decent game. Uh, a decent Chargers, one, Chiefs. That's a good one. Chargers, Chiefs. Uh, Packers, Broncos. That's another dump of a game. Yep. I mean, Russell Wilson, dumpster fire. I mean, they, and they have when to. Be, it, they have when to are they going to bench him? Well, yeah. When are they going to bench? No, him? No, I, I just think I think they're just like screw it. We're just going to tank. I just think that's what they're going for. They're going for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, man. Yeah. They're one five. I mean, Green Bay. This is a must win for Green Bay. They're not tanking. Um, I still like Jordan Love. I'm Jerry's still out on him for me. Like, like this, like you know, and yeah, I like, like Jordan Love. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, he's he's competent. He's a. Um, I think he's better. I'll take him over Derek Carr. I'll take him over all those other guys we talked about yeah, earlier. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> exactly, man. And doing that, dude. But yeah, man. Again, yeah. there's not a lot of sexy games. Um, you got Browns, like, Colts. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, look. Uh, as much as I love Gardner Minshew, man, that's gonna be a tough game. That oh, yeah. defense is gonna slaughter him. Oh yeah, uh, I, I would not be surprised if he has another three interception game. Um, but man, wow, yeah, it's gonna get really ugly. And then you got Vikes, Vikes Niners on Monday. Vikes Niners Monday in in Minnesota. That'll be a decent game. I mean, I'm sure you know we know San Fran, but I think that'll be a decent game. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. I look. I, I'm not. Um, San Francisco is only favored by seven. It's kind of yeah, a surprise. I, I think I think they're going to respond well. I, I think Debo Samuel and um, and uh, Chris McCaffrey are both playing in this game. 
And yeah. again, man, uh, the Vikings defense is awful. And I, the Niners, de- the Niners defense is going to have their field day with uh, Kirk cousins. I, yeah. I wouldn't, I expect the Niners won by multiple touchdowns here. That's why I'm going. That I'm might going, be a teaser right there. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to tease them down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, this is going to be really interesting. Oh yeah. I definitely want to tease some of these games. So I'm pull, pulling it up really quick right now as a teaser. Um, or for the game lines. I mean, for, for teams that right now, if anyone's like, look for any teasers, um, teams that I would tease right now, team, I would tease the breath and like going by five point or six point teasers. Uh, you tease the Browns down a little bit. They're minus three uh, at, at uh, Indianapolis looking at that game, even though I know PJ Walker is there. Uh, <laughs> but you saw what the Browns defense did the week. It's before. the I mean, defense, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've only let up a, like, Less than eleven hundred yards. What do we say? It was like 10, 10 Yeah, yeah, ten seventy seven. Like I think we said yeah, some something like that. Yeah, um, I would I would uh, tease the I would tease the Lions, you know, a little bit there. They're 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 almost getting you three. You tease Baltimore's them, I think, favorite. up to eight. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man. I I just I I don't I don't really like what I've seen from the Ravens' offense this year. And maybe I'm proven wrong. I think the Lions are one of the best teams in the NFL now. The oh, I do too. Sure, prove me wrong. Absolutely. Um, by the way, um, to to have the best record in the NFC, they are plus uh, seven hundred. Really? They're plus seven hundred, and they're five and one. And they're five and one. The we and we talked about and how who tough else is the five Eagles, and one? the Niners, and the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about how tough the Eagles slate is. Uh, we talked about how tough the. Um, the Cowboys slate is, and the Niners have some really tough games coming up too. Um, here, let me pull up the Lions schedule. I like that. Really That's quick. good little futures. Yeah, uh, little future bet there. So he, here is the so a, after the Ravens game, they have the Raiders bye week, week nine, week ten Chargers. That's that's winnable. Um, I, I feel like they're going to own the Chargers in that game. Knock on wood. Maybe the Chargers might blow it for me. Uh, <laughs> week week eleven, the Bears. Week twelve, Packers. Uh, week 13, Saints. Week 14, Bears. Week 15, Denver. Week 16, the Vikings. And the Vikings probably are going to mail it in by then. Uh, week 17, Cowboys. And week 18, the Vikings. They could be the number one seed in the NFC. They absolutely could, yeah. Dude, they could be it. And it's just bonkers. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, man, I I, uh, I'm, I, I think uh, that's a really good plus 700. I, I saw that. The Eagles and the... Um, Eagles and the Niners are still favorite, and the Niners, um, they have a they have a, a sort of a tougher stretch. Um, so here, the Viking uh, they play the Vikings uh, this week. The next week they play the Bengals. Uh, Bengals are on a bye week this week, so I think uh, Bengals coming out of the bye that might be really tough for the Niners. Then week nine, Niners have a bye week. Week ten, then they go to Jacksonville. Um, who knows uh, that Jacksonville team? We just talked about them. Uh, week 11 Buccaneers week 12 Seahawks week 13 Eagles week 14 Seahawks then it goes Cardinals Ravens uh, Commanders and Rams I think that's a tougher schedule than the Lions right yeah absolutely it, it's it's not inconceivable that they could lose to the Rams maybe uh, Rams played them tough in their first the matchup they're playing the Ravens uh, Ravens I'm sure it's gonna be a must win especially in their division um, then they have the Seahawks then you have the Eagles, uh, the Seahawks again, uh, Jaguars. It's like, dude, I really think that that's a lot tougher of a schedule. And the one thing is, too, is like 
you're banking on the, those two guys who we just talked about, uh, Debo Samuel and uh, Christian McCaffrey, who have injury uh, problems already. And uh, they might just be like, well, whatever. You know, we're trying to, we're going to just try to get in and be healthy to make a playoff run because that's all we need. Yeah. I think the, I think the Lions are looking to probably make a statement. Like, man, we, we can win the NFC. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 There's uh, no doubt about that. I mean, we've seen San Francisco be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a very injury heavy season so far. Yeah. Uh, and it's been, you know, we've had a lot of injuries in the past couple of years, a little bit more, it seems, than in, in the past. But this year seems to be like a lot. Uh, I don't know. There seems to be a lot more injuries this year to especially bigger players. I mean, we saw with the Eagles Jets game last week, there was like 11 injuries in that game alone or something or, or 10 injuries or something between both teams. Yeah, that um, that and the um, that and that what's called um, the referees. Well, yeah, the referees. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but I mean, they're even talking about like banning certain types of tackles coming up soon again, and and, yeah. and re- reformatting some of those kind of rules for personal fouls and targeting and all that kind of stuff, just because they're they're worried about it. Um, you, you I don't necessarily what? agree with all that, but you yeah, know, it's it's a real thing. Uh, San Fran. We already saw McCaffrey was out. We saw Debo was out. Yeah. yeah. Um, we saw the Chiefs struggle without uh, Chris Jones and uh and and kelsey i mean you know a couple injuries and that team could be a whole different team yeah i mean i I still think they're searching for their offense they're still kind of you know figuring out that again they have a tough matchup this week against the chargers can't overlook herbert i mean would you be surprised if they won that game i mean look um here here, here's one thing i'm looking at i'm looking at the mvp odds right now you know i i kind of like to look at mvp odds around this time week six um like looking at narratives looking at stuff so by the way, by the way, Schwerbaum, it's two to one now. Good. Thank God. <laughs> make, make it a game. Make it a game. So Mahomes right now is fa- or sorry. Two right now is favored at plus three forty five. Um for MVP. Then you have Mahomey plus four forty five. Um, or plus is it four fifty? Um and then Jalen Hurts and sorry, uh, Josh Allen plus seven hundred. Jalen Hurts is plus seven fifty. Jalen Hurts, though, it sounds a little tasty. This is plus 750. Um, he didn't win the last year. I don't know about that. I mean, they, uh, he didn't win the last year. Um, the, the one I was looking for is... Jared Goff? Uh, Jared Goff, yep. <laughs> yeah, plus yeah. 2,000 here on plus FanDuel. Two, plus two Gs, dude. Yep. That's not bad. That is not bad at all. I'm trying to look at some other long shot ones up. Um, I mean, even Tyreek Hill is a plus 4,000 right now. Tyreek Hill, man, that's interesting. That's pretty unbelievable. I mean, yeah, dude. It, like, this seems like a year where it's like, what is, where's Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey's plus Christian 1,400. I, according to, uh, what are you looking at, DraftKings? I, I'm on FanDuel. FanDuel has him at a plus 2,500 underneath it, Goff. Oh, wow. Okay. But they have Purdy at a plus 1,000. And our boy I, Trevor Lawrence is in between those two. <laughs> yeah, man, it is. It is like it is so wide open. I don't remember a year like this. Like last year, I thought it was Mahomes all the way through, um, but Hertz is right there. You know, Hertz had a lead on him for a little bit, but um, it was clearly Hertz Mahomes. I, God, man, I like saying like okay. I, I think there's some doubters on the Purdy wagon. I think um, you know. Some people are like, well, maybe it's Christian McCaffrey. Maybe he's the MVP of that team. Um, and then, you know, looking at Tyreek Hill, I kind of like the Tyreek Hill one. 
I was going to say, I'm almost about to put a couple of dollars on it right now. I mean, plus I mean, 4,000. Yeah, like sprinkle. The only thing is, is that if he has a solid season, then you have to assume that two is having a half decent year, too. So, well, look, 25 bucks on it wins you a thousand bucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. doing that. I'm doing that right now as, as we speak. I'm going to be, uh, yeah, not, not bad. But, uh, man. Because they talked about him like week three, week two. As being an MVP. Oh yeah, dude, and he's and on Tua pace for wasn't like twenty. Even... He's on pace for like twenty three hundred yards or something like that. Yeah, and I, I know it's a seven. I know there's seventeen games now, but look, he'll break the record. Um, that team just in there with Hill is just absolutely. That guy's open every play, he, all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I, I, he's the MVP more than Tua. I mean, I, I think that's one thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I know. But Tua's that's what the I'm favorite. saying. It, it's interesting how Tua is the favorite, right? Exactly. Is that is he the, he's the favorite on uh, Fanduel? Tua is, yeah. And then Mahomes. Yeah. yeah it's very and then, yeah. Where was I at? I just had it pulled up. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, and then Josh Allen, then Hurts, then Purdy, then Lamar, wow. and then Trevor Lawrence, and then Jared Goff and Christian McCaffrey. So Interesting. And Tyreek Hill's down the list even more. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, But I do like the Tyreek Hill, uh, the odds yeah. on that are yeah, something I, else. I'm going to sprinkle some on golf, too. Because that's, I think that's pretty interesting. Again, narrative. That's also good. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Absolutely. Lions best record NFC. I mean, golf would have to be the the clear favorite there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, man, let let's uh let's go back. Uh, game this game's out like. Well, let's run through this really quick and then we'll wrap it up. Um, let's see. Um, I like the Lions this week. I think uh, getting two and a half at the Ravens. I I uh look. I've watched a few of these Ravens game. I, they have not impressed me. The Lions have been. Um, probably one of the most impressive teams in all of football. Um, Browns at, at Gardner Minshew and the Colts. Um, the Colts are still obviously trying to win because I think they're, they think they can make a playoffs, but uh, that Browns defense is putting up numbers that we haven't seen since the 2001 Ravens. That's incredible. Uh, I like that game. Bills at the Patriots. I'm going to stay away from it. I, I know that Bills own them, and maybe there's a lot of people that have already – took them um i'm just gonna stay away from that one yeah i um uh, i just when it comes to bill belichick i just hate having the underdog i don't know <laughs> just still it still scares me still puts that fear into me uh other games looking at uh seahawks minus seven and a half i don't like the line there but i like that in a teaser against carol yeah the cardinals i don't i don't know why i just feel like the cardinals can cover but um I think they're finally showing their true colors, even though they beat the Cowboys a few weeks ago. Um, they've got um, their butt kicked the last two games. And I, I think um, this kind of team is now expecting, or we, we are what they thought they were going to be. And and uh, not a very good team. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Chargers are plus five at Kansas City. T- maybe cheese the Chargers line? Or do you think that Kansas City can win by more than 10? Or just stay it's, away. Man, it's, stay away. Uh, I would stay away from that game. Stay it's been away. so hit or miss with the Chiefs. Like they've won yeah. so many close games, and then there's other blowouts that you thought were going to be close. And yeah, I'd stay away from Kansas right. City. Stay, I'd stay, stay, well, I'd stay away from the Chargers, actually. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from the whole thing in general. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay. How are they only minus one in minus Denver? one? I know. Um, tease that. That's, that's tease absolutely. that to plus four or plus five, however uh, many game teaser you're doing. Um, and the Eagles at the Dolphins. I am. I'm not gonna touch that game for as far as like the uh, money line, but I'm gonna tease that over. 
because you could tease it uh, you could tease the over down to 45 points 45 and a half or whatever yeah Yeah. 45 and a half right now it's 51 and a half so we kind of like kind of like that there's a few games in there i think you set up a good five or six game teaser that we just talked about um yeah i'll uh have my teaser set up for you and plus i'm gonna tease the niners by the way tease the niners down to uh minus two i don't think they lose back-to-back games i think the vikings are terrible no, and yeah. I think I mean, the, uh, the San Fran wins that game for sure. And what, and what was the line again? Five and a half? Uh, no, minus seven. seven. Minus seven. They'll um, win by more than a touchdown. Yeah. I, I think they win by more than three, at least. That's for sure. Yeah. But um, one, one, and that would be a teaser one. By the way, um, I'm going to go out on a prediction right now and say this is uh, Kirk Cousins' last game as a Viking. <laughs> just say it. After he just waved his no trade clause or his I, trade clause I, I, or whatever. Think, yeah, he said he's not going to waive it. Uh, right, or he's right not going to waive it. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going to say maybe this week is kind of like I think the Vi- I think the Niners are going to throttle them um, because look the Vikings are really bad. They're without Justin Jefferson now for what four to eight weeks. Yeah. And look, Kirk Cousins playing for contract. Is he going to be on a terrible team? Yeah. I, I think he's going to check out his options or uh, look. I mean. Did you watch the documentary quarterback? On no, Amazon? I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. No. You know, Kirk Cousins, very likable guy. His family, very likable. Maybe he just loves it there in Minnesota. He doesn't really care about winning, but I think it's going to kind of hit him and be like, well, I'm actually am yeah, playing for my next contract, so maybe I am going to go out there and trust, uh, uh, request a trade and waive my no trade clause and go somewhere else. Yeah, um, maybe the Vikings pick up Derek Carr. Who well, knows? When, when is the NFL trade deadline? NFL. It's October thirty first. Okay, so or no, yeah, November first, something like that. It's like Halloween. Yeah, so, well, less than two weeks away. So. Yep. Um, yeah. And the Vikings so, backup is Jar- Jaron Hall, who was drafted fifth round this past draft. There you go, Jaron Hall. You gotta see what life. you got with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know they're again, man. They're they're looking ahead. They're like, cool. How can we how can we get uh, one of these top quarterbacks in this next round? Caleb Williams and others. is this is this Mac Jones's last game uh, starting? Dude, I I have no idea what New England's is doing. Is Bailey Zappi coming out or Will Greer? <laughs> Dude, uh, again, Will Greer being the second I string. I just it's so baffling to me what they're doing in New England. Yeah. I to be honest, if you'd have told me this like two years ago that would have got this bad, I would have been like, you're high. Bill with Bill Belichick being at the helm. Um, like I. I have mad respect for Belichick. I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, I still think he's going to be around the NFL for a long time because I think he wants to win, get the wins record. Um, he also is going to get that loss record. He's almost at uh, all-time losses as a, as a head coach too. But if he continues down this path, I'm, he's he's seventy-one. Yeah. Uh, seventy-one. What? That's how old he is. Oh, seventy-one years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he'll so he'll be good. around. I I think he's yeah. still. Um, any te- like I said, any team in the league. Will take him. They'll fire their coach. I think oh, absolutely! 15, in a 15 teams in the league, that would be like cool. Uh, this offseason, Belichick's our coach, but and Pete Carroll's seventy-two, and he's the oldest. So yeah. Belichick's probably second oldest in the league. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I mean, like you said, uh, he's going to be around for a minute. Yeah, and so is Pete. I Carroll. don't doubt that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anything else we need to get to before we wrap up, man? No, that's cool. it. All right, let's do it. I went under one hour. I love it. Under one hour for the podcast. First time in a while, too. First time in a while. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's keep it there. That was one main goal here. But uh, thank you guys all for listening to the show. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please do not forget to leave us a rating and review and share it with your fellow sports fans. We will catch you guys all next week.